0: Hi, family. Thank you for joining us for this extremely important and very special episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, Mila's right. And I wanted to start with a couple of scriptures that are extremely important in the life of my precious guest who is joining me for part two of our conversation. Part one, you were very, very inspired by. So we have her back on to go a little bit deeper today and to get an update on what's going on in her life now. But I just wanted to read these scriptures because I know they are undergirding divine perspective for her. They are scriptures the Lord has really spoken powerfully into her life that are part of the core strength of who she is now and the strategic way that she walks that you're about to hear more of in a couple of minutes. But just to begin with two powerful, powerful scriptures, Ephesians 6, and she knows this so well. And it's reading from verse 10. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your battle is not with human beings." But with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms, for they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor of God that provides you and pr- with such protection as you confront the slanderer for you are destined for all things and you will rise victorious. And then the second scripture is from uh, John chapter 14. This is Jesus speaking. G- Satan has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There is nothing in me that belongs to him. He has no power over me. And so I just wanted to start there because I know these are two life scriptures for her. She has this perspective. The battle is not with flesh and blood. It is with the principalities and powers. And we do have all victory over the principalities and powers now in Christ. And that is a strategic way to walk that the Lord has taught her directly. So it is my joy. And I'm very excited to welcome back into the conversation with me today, Jenny Ray LaRue. Jenny, welcome. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Liz. It's so good to be here. I can't wait to share some of the updates of the story. I really hope that this is uh, meaningful for other people. It's been, um, I I won't say a joy, a pure joy, but it's been a refined joy to yes. walk through.
0: Just to give you guys a little tiny bit of a background before we dive in, Je- Jenny has been running for governor of California. She's also a CEO. She's a wife. She's a mum. She's an awesome woman of God. But most importantly of all, at the center of all of it, the core strength of her life, of course, is her relationship with Jesus. So Jenny, can we start there? Can you give us a little bit of an update? Well, Where has God got you now in your powerful strategic partnership with Him?
1: So, you know, my, my journey with the Lord, I, I grew up in a Christian family, but I really had an encounter with God um, when I was in the fourth grade. And I said yes to him on a Monday Thursday and went through and was explaining all of the background of how every disciple died. Um, and it was, it was a call to a commitment to lose my life. And it was so tangible to me in the fourth grade that I cried for three hours and gave my life to Jesus And so what undergirds everything I'm going to talk about today, uh, is something that I told people throughout my time campaigning, which is that I am 100% committed to do what God says because I gave him my yes and it won't take it back. And I never expected that this would be a part of my journey. And so, um, you know, I, I, uh, really grew up in a, a great family. I went to an awesome school. I got two good degrees, one in um, undergrad for economics and MBA from Columbia business school and Ivy league school. Um, I built a business and there are, there are, you know, weaving stories that maybe books I'll, I'll write at some point will tell of my journeys on chicken buses in central America and my adventures sleeping on people's floors and eating cucumbers and peanut butter for dinner. But, but, um, but, but really, you know, God has guided me through the revelation of who he is um, through this yeah. whole process. Uh, so I just want to start with a moment that I had on this campaign. Um, this, it was my second campaign for governor. It was kind of an extension of the first one. The first was a special election. This was a t- traditional election. Um, and um, and I, I treated them separately. I, I weighed each one the decision to run separately. Um, but I was in a conversation with a New York, Times, with, sorry, with an LA Times reporter, and um, he, he's very fair. He was very judicious, but he also had done a lot of research, and I think he'd listened to our last podcast episode. And um, what he said was, it seems that your relationship with God is very important and central to your decision, to run for office and I'm imagining, right? Like a tattooed yoga going, like green juice wearing LA liberal reading my story. And I I want it to, I I, I want to present God in a way um, that isn't like Uh, political, right? Because because one of the things that we see throughout the scriptures is that every time people would try to draw him into politics, um, God would rise above it. He would explain things about government, about heaven, about kingdom, um, and about righteousness and justice, but he wouldn't be drawn into the political conversation. And so so I, I began for him with what I really think will undergird what we talk about today, which is that I said, one of the first things... Um, that God said to me before I had any understanding that I would be involved in this was a perspective shift. Uh, And he said, I love government, but I hate politics. Hmm. And, and he printed that. Wow. And, um, and he said, you know, isn't that something that people need to hear right now? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think for me, what, you know, everything that we talk about today, I want to make sure that we keep a focus on that because I am mm-hmm. affiliated with a political party and there's, a, you know, the Lord actually told me which political party I'd be <laughs> affiliated with. And I don't understand why he does this. I don't understand why I'm even in this position at all. Um, but I gave him my yes and I, I'm pressing forward. Um, but, but what that began to shift in me was an understanding that love is mm-hmm. actually the core of good governance. Um, yeah. and, and so um, some of the most impactful things that I think i have contributed so far to the national conversation around, um, con- you know, around politics in the U.S. and even it's going internationally um, is, for example, um, I, I said at one point, I disagree with our governor, with Gavin Newsom on nearly every policy, but I do not hate him. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and and I also said, you know, I think that the way that we talk about one another and our political parties is at the root of hate and division. Um, And, and we have to get, uh, you know, beyond that and underneath that to a point where we disagree on action, but we don't hate people. Um, And what I'm seeing is that people come into office with this this deep hatred of the people that oppose them to the point where they can no longer be accepted by somebody who actually would like to serve them. And we don't see, um, you know, even presidents uniting countries after elections because they don't serve the whole country. They serve the people that put them in power. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so we can talk about issues and about how God's been walking that through with me, but that has been a really consistent theme. It's government, government, not politics that the Lord loves, and and yeah. everything at the root of good governance is
0: love. Yeah, it's that's profound, Jenny. I mean, I can see why the Lord would put you in the in the political space, not as a politician, but as somebody that's carrying the Lord's heart. You don't have a self centered agenda. You you have an agenda of love. You know, you really do, don't you? They'll always put that in you that you see people through the eyes of his heart. You see their innate value irrespective of the behavior, all the policy differences, perspective differences, and so on. So like you say, you're not going into these relationships and into this space fighting people with a negative attitude, but you're actually going in for the good of the people generally for all of us to to collectively. And nobody's used
1: to that. No, it's a breath
0: of fresh air.
1: Sometimes. I mean, and sometimes just, people are like really uncertain what to do with it. Right. It's it's yeah. both and, um, and and in the way that I think a lot of things in the prophetic are. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's a yeah. tension between this is the new way we're going to do things, guys. And we don't recognize you. We, we don't get how you're doing it because it doesn't fit in the box that we're used to. So there is yeah. tension there.
0: There is. But you know what? I mean, obviously, everybody we're in relationship with, people are saying they want authentic leadership. They want people that genuinely care, that will that are integrists, that will be truthful and real and vulnerable and open and genuinely produce the fruit of of uh, of a life that cares you know makes decisions that are genuinely for the people and i think that's what sets you apart you know that, and that that is it's needed right now it's essential isn't it because the way things are is not sustainable the system you know is fundamentally corrupt in so many ways and it has to change you know in that, and and i love it i love the fact that you are you know, as a spiritual woman, you are seeking God's heart. You are, you walk in such a profound relationship with Jesus, Jenny. And I love how you talk about your process and how, you know, in the last conversation we had, I was so impacted by how Jesus is in the detail of our life. He prepares us for every season so that we can move forward victoriously, you know, and there were some, some of the things that you shared, Jenny, and I'd love you to talk a little bit about this, if you would, where you were, you talked about how Jesus showed you, for example, when you were running for governor of California, I think it was first time round, how the Lord had shown you the strongholds over California were fear yeah. and greed. And then he dealt with that in your own life. And you were, thank you for being so real and vulnerable because we all need it, right? We all have yeah. this stuff going on. And we just need to have these healthy conversations where we, We're not judging each other we're not afraid to be open and vulnerable but just grow together so we can actually shine jesus and you know reveal him in in whatever space of life we're in but you said that and it really impacted me because you said how the lord then enabled you to start to become strategic to be able to go into the political space moving in the opposite spirit to what is influencing largely from the spirit realm you know the people so and so I just thought, oh my gosh, the Lord is in the detail of our life so that when you go, those doors open, you're ready. So will you speak into that a little bit more? What does that look like for you like right now?
1: Well, let me walk through the transition between not winning the first time and um, choosing to run the second time because I think that will really inform some of that because I had I had some work to do yeah. there. Um, and, and um, you know, I, one of the things that the Lord asked me multiple times throughout the race, the first race was, do you believe that I can change things in an instant? And, and it was very clear that I didn't, right? He, he wouldn't have asked me if I was already on board with it. And so um, so it, was, it was part of the coaching process to get me ready to, to actually like, grow my faith that he could, he could transform something in an instant. And then it, honestly, it didn't feel like it did. Um, you know, Gavin Newsom remained in office. There were 46 candidates. I kind of en- ended in the middle of the pack. I was disappointed. I, I don't do middle of the pack. That's not really who I am. Um, and, and And so, Afterwards, I I felt this tremendous peace, but, but, you know, rationally, there wasn't really a good explanation for what I had just gone through. Um, and so there were, there were really a couple of key things that happened that helped me process that. And the first one was that I went hiking, um, with two good friends for about 10 days and we just went out for five to eight miles every day. Um, we walked, sometimes we talked, sometimes we, you know, we're reading scripture and and sometimes we were thinking about things, but, um, but at the, I I just was like waiting for, you know, these profound downloads from God. Um, and he he gave me nothing, like nothing at all. Right. And on the last day I was just like, I'm not going home until you tell me something. And, And he, he spoke one thing. Uh, he said, every time I asked you, you kept going. Wow. And, and I was unwilling to let Simple obedience be my mark of faith because I I'm good at that I'm good at checking the obedience box but I I wanted obedience with faith like I wanted to actually mm-hmm. do and believe that he mm-hmm. would fulfill his promises and and so um, so that was kind of the first cornerstone that God put down right it was I, I didn't know it was if I'd messed it up like I I was in the middle of the pack today he spoke clearly about doing it what had I just duffed something, many things. Um, and the answer was yes, but he said, none of them were reflective on an outcome that disappointed him. And, and so I, I was, beautiful. you know, taking some time to process that. The second thing is that while I was on that trip, I started to talk about, um, some things that my parents had taught me from the age of five. Um, my parents did financial education with our family in quite a structured way for about 10 years. Um, in three decade periods, they taught us 10 years on spending 10 years on saving and 10 years on investing. Um, And so I thought, well, you know, maybe there's something tied to my generosity message that I can share in this period where I literally, you know, with with a campaign, you just cancel your future. You don't, you you can't put anything on the calendar because there's there, you just never know what could be happening. And so I had nothing on my schedule in the first time in my whole life that I wasn't 13 months booked out. And, um, and so, so I I went into this first class and, Um, I printed up some papers that I put together for it, uh, you know, based on my life story. And I invited some people on a Facebook group and about 25 people said they'd come. So I figured 10 would show up, maybe, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, 50 people packed this room out, standing room only. Um, Mm -hmm. And the Lord asked me when I was printing out the paperwork, um, I was going to print 15 copies because that's how many people I thought would show up. And, um, And he asked me, is that more than enough? And I I said, no, it's not. So I doubled it and I printed 30 and I still didn't have enough, but, um, but but it was like a small moment in a bigger story that that I felt like you know he was really interested in. Well, what I wanted to do was just build that thing, right? I was like, this is a business, right? It was all women in the room. Um, a lot of them had no financial education from their background. There was a real hunger. There, I, I was really vulnerable. I told people how much I make. Um, how much I pay in taxes. Like, you know, I told them everything. (laughs) And, uh, and and it was, there was like a real anointing on the time when we were there. Um, And after the class, the Lord said, you can do this, um, but you will not charge anything for it. And you can do it through the second week of January. And I thought, well, that's not not what I was thinking, because I had, in my mind, started calculating, oh, I can build social media followers, and having that would be helpful for another run for office, and, and there were all these strategies, right, that I started to think about, and um, and, and the, the final thing that really happened was, um, you know, I, I, I did that, and I spoke at a number of different churches. I was invited um, places. I, I built it out into this program called money camp and it was really fun and it broke strongholds of fear and greed off of people, which I do feel like is my bigger assignment. Um, you know, even than running for office or holding office, but, but then, specifically, um, I had an encounter with God in February and, um, and I, I could probably spend our whole 30 minutes talking about this encounter, but, um, but I want to talk about one piece of it because, um, at, toward the end of the encounter, the Lord just corrected me. Um, and it goes back to what you said at the very beginning, but, um, he, he said, uh, you're thinking about your political career and I'm thinking about California. Wow. Which one of us is right. And, um, and 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 you know the Lord's strategy is actually very simple, and mm-hmm. and we try to like plot and plan and work things out, but like like it it just brought it back to the basics for me, and and um, you know in this encounter the Lord called all of the demonic um, over California into the room where we were, and one of the things that just floored me it made me lay on my face um, is that they came in an instant, right? Like they're opposed to him, but his command and and control is such that when he calls them, they were, they arrive in an instant. And, um, and I, I just, I needed God's perspective again over, uh, what feels like this big mountain to climb, you know, um, changing, not just the nature of what we do, like how we manage our water and our power um, and Mm -hmm. how we manage our money in the state, things that I'm really good at in the natural, but also like how we, how we handle our culture, how we honor people who disagree with one another. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, it made it feel possible again, because again, right, like his, his heart is for our state. Uh, yeah. Like he has a love yeah. for our state, not a plan to hold office in it, a love for it. And that's what yeah. drives um, you know, that that's what drives the direction. And and once I partnered with that again and actually made it very easy um to decide to run. And this time I placed uh, the, the votes aren't actually counted yet. It's been three weeks, but but I I on election night, I was third out of 26 candidates. Mm-hmm. Um disappointed not to be second. Second would mean I was in the general election in the fall, but in a very different place than I was in my first election. And um and I, I can really uh just say that there's there's a part of me that continues to come into my own as I'm learning how to balance these things. Yeah.
0: Oh well, Jenny, I can actually feel the Lord's heart listening to you. I actually felt quite undone when you were sharing, very, very moved when you were sharing that encounter. Thank you. Cause I know these are these are the treasures of our lives, aren't they? It's, they they they're are. Tra- they what transformers are, the most precious gift of everything yeah. in our lives. But the fact that, you know, I felt when you were speaking then, the Lord is step by step imparting more of his heart to you, you know, and the, the, the fact that he's going to, he will put you in position at exactly the right time. I mean, we know that, don't we? we I, I know that. I believe that. <laughs>
1: I can see. i feel, I'm like. I, I feel like I can see it from the end, but I can't see it from here. When you're in the <laughs> I, when you're in yeah, the journey, yeah. I know. Like I like I can look back on my life and I can see how. I'll, you know, when God called me to an obscure city in California, how I thought that was just the dumbest thing ever. Like, why would I go there? Uh, Why not be in a big city to build a business that would be material? It turns out I was one of the first remote workforces and my company that I built has enabled me now to do these other things that I've had. And so it all does make sense, you know, backwards, but but forwards, Uh I'm really, um, I, I don't, I don't actually know, right now I have no perspective on what my next steps are, because again, I cleared my calendar, um, the election, you know, as of the time that we're filming, this was a couple of weeks ago. And so I don't know what the future holds, but I do, I feel like I transitioned between the first, um, election and now from the difference between an assignment and a calling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, kind of like a task and a, and like a life purpose. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it, it does feel like a shift happened in me, a cementing. I think it was yeah. in that correction that the Lord gave me. Cause it was it like, I was just trying to think like, what position do I go to next and who do I talk to and what do I do? And, um, yeah. and, and, you know, he did show me a number of other things to think about and talk about, but really um, yeah. it wasn't about political strategy. It was about obedience. It always has been.
0: Mm. Yeah. That ultimately enables us to reveal him. You know, you might not know what the future holds right now, but you want, you know, the one who holds the future, you yeah. know, we do, you know, that's the <laughs> thing do. is that we can rest in the truth of his sovereignty. And like, you know, where you saw all the demons being commanded and in one moment with one word from God in his sovereignty, they have to obey. You know, and just that perspective, Jenny, as you're moving into position, as the Lord's making you ready, as somebody that can literally shine in position, shine the light, shine the truth, and speak with wisdom in his heart because you genuinely have his heart like you have his heart for california you have his heart for the people that is the the motivation for all that you're doing is his love genuinely you know and and,
1: um and i really love people who disagree with me in fact i know i I held many of their positions so i understand them i and i i because the lord told me right that Like he said, specifically, Democrats love justice and Republicans love righteousness. And I love both. I feel like I can see like when people hold positions so strongly um, that are political positions that I I can see like whether it's a justice or a righteousness motivation behind it. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to understand what does it look like to hold both? I, I actually feel like that's something I'm still working to unpack.
0: Yeah yeah I mean you for me I listen to you and I think you are you are representative of an emerging generation of leadership that have a, a run on a very different value system you know by the grace of sure. god and also you're very inspirational to listen to it reminds me, It for me, it reminds me to check in with the Lord and remember the bigger calling on my life. You know, <laughs> yes, we're in these temporary positions, assignments, the seasons, so we're, yeah. we're the assignments, <laughs> right. But actually, who are we in God? What is he actually going to bring through of himself through our lives? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he, like you said, you know, you look at the process and you see him in the detail and he's directing you and expanding his virtue inside of you and getting rid of the things that, like Jesus said, you know, Satan, you know intercession one oh one, right? Satan has no place in me. He has no power over me. And therefore, when you stand in position and your heart is clean, the enemy cannot move you out of position. and so and so you're able to speak into situations that might be extremely contentious, extremely difficult to resolve with the wisdom and the mind of God, you know, as you exactly. do. Yeah. It's just so powerful. Oh my gosh, Jenny. <laughs> that I know. I'm know.
1: i looking, I'm looking for the scripture. I want to share a scripture with you and I'm who knows if I'll Please. get to it, but um, I have this, Please do. um, it's in Ecclesiastes and I'm, you know, I probably should have pulled it beforehand, but just as you were speaking, I was feeling this, I'll paraphrase it and I'll find it afterwards and you can put it in the show notes, sure, um, sure, but, right. it's, but it's basically like, right. It's like, sow your seed in the morning and do your work in the afternoon because you do not know what of your labor will bring fruit. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is the season that I'm in right now is, uh, is just a season of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like do a bunch of experiments. Right. Um, And if the Lord corrects me and tells me not to do something I'll stop doing that. But I feel like there is a a sense of like, I'm going to reach out to people. I'm going to go to, um, you know, meetings, I'm going to learn about different things and I'm not going to make any commitments, but I am going to really just begin to, um, you know, do those things and see which ones bring the fruit, um, of of that labor. And, um, and so I'm asking the Holy spirit because, uh, it's clear that political strategy is not the way to do this. I mean, if it was, no one would have told me to run, for governor, as my first office, so it was already ridiculous. Where I started was already totally bonkers. Um, but but there's something you know, there's something coming that I feel mm-hmm. like I can't see in there is there is a partnership, not just a waiting. Um, mm-hmm. that I feel like I, I want to make sure that it, just because that when, when the, one of my intercessors sent that to me, I felt a, an infusion of life on it. It was like, Yes. You know, we're gonna do we're gonna do everything that we know how to do, and we're gonna pray that the Lord does what He can only do, and then, um, and then there's nothing left but to trust that the one that knows, right, the end from the beginning, is gonna be the one that will bring these things to pass. And um, so, I think a lot of people were expecting me to be very devastated by the results of the election, but I had opportunities to cement my own character, to develop my own positions on um, key issues with the Lord. And I feel like some of those pieces will become cornerstones for, for, like I said, not just an assignment, but a calling.
0: Yeah, just profound. And I, you know, your life teaches us, Jenny, literally your life teaches us your relationship with Jesus, the the intentionality of his process with you and the way you're able to articulate that. I think a big part of what the Lord will do in your life is help others. And he already does, you know, with, with how you communicate and how you share. But your life teaches us and equips us to be better leaders, servant-hearted leaders, and to understand how to govern, I think, in the spirit and the natural, to be very strategic and, and, and to live, you know, to keep coming back to the plumb line of the heart of God, the core value, you know, which is obviously what you exemplify is the core value of my life is to move the heart of God. Your life is to move the heart of God and reflect the heart of God. And I'm excited to see that in the days ahead, the cultural impact you're going to have. And others who the Lord's raising up in the kingdom of God to stand in position and shine, who have also been processed, <laughs> you know, by the master strategist and, and are able to move into position without the enemy being able to get hold of us and influences in any way because there's nothing inside of us other than love motivating our lives. So Jenny, you're an inspiration. Thank you so so much for giving us your precious time. And we are championing you on whatever the Lord's got for you. You, You're a world changer. (laughs) Well
1: maybe in another year we'll have some sense of what the heck that is. (laughs) um, We can trust him. Yeah in the meantime we know right fear and fear and greed those principalities need to go. Um, there's a lot to come in, in place of it. And yeah. um, I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing just to cultivate uh, you know, these encounters with the Holy Spirit. I, I know we only have like one minute left, but I just want to share a really brief story um, from the campaign that isn't, this is like not a political story at all, which is what's so great about it. But um, I was supposed to meet with somebody, a really key influencer, very wealthy woman, very powerful. Um, and I planned on having a one-on-one meeting with her. And as I was about to sit down, I felt nudged to bring one of my other team members um, with me to this lunch meeting. And um, I sat there and, and this woman and I had a one-on-one while my team members sat there, basically silently throughout the whole meeting. And then At one point, I just felt like I turned to her and I said, I feel like you have something that you want to share. She had one word for this woman. And she said, I don't know why. And I actually feel really stupid saying it. But the word that I feel for you is blanket. And immediately, this woman who had been tough and strategic and like, you know, just chatting the whole time, she broke down in the restaurant and started to weep. And the Holy Spirit came so strongly over our table that all three of us started to cry without having any idea why we were crying about the word blanket. Um, But as she explained it, she said, there's no one in the world except for one therapist who knows this. Um, But there is a blanket um, that I had since I was young and raised by my grandparents um, that I lost a few years ago. And, um, when I lost it, I would, I would search for it naturally in my bed. Um, and I would, I would hold it when I slept, it would go everywhere with me around the world. Um, and when I, when I lost it one night, the Holy spirit said, I wish you searched for me like you search for your blanket. And, um, and she said, you could have never known anything about this or about this word, but, um, it opened up this time of prophetic sharing that we didn't know, she had any prophetic gifting. We didn't know really what her faith status was, honestly. But it was this really incredible um, encounter that feels uh, like it, its just that that idea that like God sees, knows, mm-hmm. and and cares in the middle of these mm-hmm. like uh, you know political governmental um, campaign environments, I'm sure that that's the new generation that you are talking about is that those moments of like connection and revelation to the point where we Uh, had to be like, you know, to the waiter, like we're having a moment here. (laughs) I I know you might see the tears, but there's like a lot going on. Can you come back in 15 minutes? (laughs) And uh, and Uh, I I think, you know, if if there's one last thing, I just would want to share with everybody. It's that that's, that's who God is that's the whole point of any revelation it's not Mm. to give us the strategy it's to reveal his love for us and um and I hope that you feel that in our conversation today and also just that if you haven't had that encounter that that you'll experience that from him directly
0: yeah beautiful thank you for sharing that Love is the strategy, right? <laughs> and I it's yes. the whole point. And I I agree with you. I think this is mm. the this is the new, you know, in the midst of all these complex business expressions and political expressions. We're just people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the end, we're people doing the best yeah. we can with where we're yeah. at. And if like you just did in that in that you took that moment and loved, you know, in the midst of it all. And I think from a heaven's perspective, that's what matters, isn't it? It's, it's what, how did, how well did we love in the midst yeah. of our careers? How well did we love, you know? So Jenny, mm-hmm. you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank and you. So look forward to hearing what happens next and we'll have you back on again <laughs> to hear Thanks. what happens next. Okay. God bless you. And guys, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us your precious time. And I know you will have been so encouraged and have the most amazing week and look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.